the, the, the theme of our Christmas this year is the Christmas light. That's why you see we, we added more lights this year. Uh, everything is about lights, light, and light, and light. So we're going to talk about Christmas, the Christmas light this morning. I'm going to talk about the Christmas light. It's, as you can see, the title of my message is The Christmas Light, What Do the Light Symbolize? What do they mean to us? So let's pray. Thank you, Jesus, for this morning. Uh, it's Christmas. We celebrate your coming to earth. And this morning, Lord, we pray that you will speak to our heart. Speak to us, oh God. Speak to us. In the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Last week, my wife and my princess, my Miss Universe and my princess, we were coming from town in Tamworth, and then they asked me, it was around 8 p.m., they asked me to just um, go and burn some fuel and go look at Christmas light. Um, yeah, it's not something I can do on my own. I need to be pushed to do such a thing. So I obeyed, and I took them around. I kind of enjoyed it at the end. At the beginning, it's not something I could have done myself. But we went around, checked the light, and I realized that some people really spent money. I know how expensive these things can be. People spent money to decorate their houses. There are some houses that are really well decorated, like covered with lights. It's like shining. You can see how some people went all in. To make their houses beautiful for Christmas. And I found some houses that were like just a line. Just, just a dot of light. I, I won't say which houses because one of our church members' house was like that. Just a dot of light. I don't know if it's a problem with finances or creativity. I don't know. And In fact... Our house was not yet decorated, so I went quick the next day to the shops and find some light. And so if you pass through our house, you'll see some lights. Yeah. But the, the lesson I learned there, I was asking myself, why do we celebrate Christmas with light? What, what is the meaning of, of this light? At least for us um, Christians, we know that if you just, if you just do a simple search online, you will get this answer that Christmas lights, for us Christians, it represents the stars that were shining during Christ, the birth of Jesus, or in particular, the star of David, the big one that, uh, that, was, uh, that guided the Magi, that appeared when Jesus was born. But we know also that the light represents Jesus Christ as the light of the world. For us Christians, it may have other meanings for other people, but that is the meaning I want to focus on today. The, the Christmas light for us, it represents Jesus as the light of the world. That's why we decorate light, to remind ourselves that Jesus came to earth as the light of the world. So, what did Jesus mean when he said, I am the light of the world? In John chapter 8, verse 12, let's read that. When Jesus spoke again to the people, he said, I am the light of the world. Whoever follows me will never walk in darkness, but will have the light of life. Jesus is calling himself the light 
of the world. So it's not a title we gave to him. It is a title he proclaimed about himself. He told us who he is, the light of the world. Everything Jesus said pointed to a deeper truth. He never just played around with words. Everything he said was pointing to something true, deeper. And we want to go into that and check what he meant by saying, I am the light of the world. We are going to look at seven meanings and benefits of light to help us understand what Jesus meant when he called himself the light of the world. Seven points. I will try to go quick in the next uh, few moments to help you understand what he meant by I am the light of the world. The first point is light brings and maintains sight. Easy, everybody knows that. Light brings and maintains sight. Of course, we need light to see. But we also need light to keep seeing, to maintain our vision. We need light. Did you know that the absence of sunlight causes blindness? Animals who live in a complete absence of light are commonly blind, even sometimes eyeless. Mules kept in mines also become blind. Horses kept in dark stables and denied sunlight become blind. Those who live in dungeons, cellars, prisons, mines, and other similar places that are denied sunlight lose their sight. If you are kept in darkness for long, you become blind. So light, not only it gives you sight, but it maintains your sight. The reason why we can't see today is because we have been seeing. It's because we've been exposed to sunlight. It keeps our vision. It maintains our, our vision. Jesus not only gives us sight, but he maintains our sight. You don't, you don't see the world as it is until you see it through the lenses of Jesus. I will say that again. You may live on earth for years, but you will never see reality of this world until you begin to see it through the lens of Jesus. The more you know Jesus, the clearly you see life and the more you get to know yourself as a person. The more you know Jesus, the more you understand people, the more you understand the purpose of life. The more you know Jesus, the more you begin to see the world as it is. Otherwise, today you see the world as your teacher told you. You see the world as the media tells you, as the social media tells you, as your father or mother told you. You see the world today based on your circumstances. It's only through the lenses of Jesus we see the world as it is. Did you know that we don't see people as they are? We see people as we are. You don't read circumstances as they are. We read circumstances as we are. That's why two different people will respond differently to one situation. Why? Because we all interpret things differently. It's only when you see the world through the eyes of Jesus that you become to see reality as it is. Today, we have a situation in America where 
Half of the country believes this president won, and half of the country believes this president won. And if you talk to someone from this side, they will give you all the reasons why they won. And if you go this side, they will give you all the reasons why they won. People are living in different parallel universe. And everybody will tell, will tell you how right they are. It's only when we see the world through the lens of Jesus when you see reality. Otherwise, your reality is blinded by what you believe, by what they told you and what you went through. Light maintains life. We know that without sunshine, there will be no life on earth. The sun provides the basis for all life on earth. The sun is the source of energy for all plants and indirectly for all animals. Take away the sunlight and all life on earth will soon perish. Sunlight sustains our lives, not only due to the energy it gives us in our food, but also because it helps our body synthesize vitamins. Also, it brings vitality to our red and white blood cells. This is a bit of science. Excuse me for science. If you take someone strong into a cell without sun, sunshine, they will become weaker and weaker and weaker. Why? Because light sustains, maintains life. It's vital is sunlight for physical life. Even so, Jesus is vital for spiritual life. This is what he said about himself. John 10, chapter 10, chapter 10 verse 10. The thief comes only to steal and kill and destroy. I have come that they may have life and life and have it to the full. Life to the full. Where there is joy in the midst of troubles. Where there is peace in the midst of storms. Third one. Light purifies. In 1877, it was discovered that sunlight kills bacteria. Before we had all our modern germ killers, the only way to purify a thing was to hang it out in the sunlight. Just imagine, that was the only way to kill germs. Put them outside to the sun. We know now that the ultraviolet rays of the sun purifies the air water and surfaces of bacteria and germs. Furthermore, sunlight also aids in destroying germs within our body. When you expose yourself to sunlight. After exposure to sunlight, the ability of cells to eat and destroy invading foreign substance, that process is called, just for, for, your, for, your, for scientists among you guys, Phagocytosis. You can go and Google that. The sun increases the process to kill germs in our bodies. So it purifies our environment. It also purifies our body. Just like the light of the sun purifies our environment, Jesus purifies us from all sin. He says in 1 John 1, 7, But if we walk in the light, as he is in the, in, the, in the light, we have fellowship with one another, and the blood of Jesus, his son, purifies us from all sin. Jesus purifies us just like the sun purifies our environment. If you had struggling with sin, 
just gets closer and closer to Jesus, he will purify you. Maybe you're struggling with sin in your mind. You keep blaming yourself for the things that you did in the past. Just get closer and closer to Jesus. The closer you get to the sun, the more the germs will die. The more you get closer to Jesus, the closer you get to Jesus, the more sin will die. The problem is we run from him when we sin. When you sin, you avoid church. When you sin, you avoid people because you see yourself dirty. That's a big mistake. When you sin, get closer to Jesus. And I hate it when I see church people judging others because of their sins. Let people come with their sins so that Jesus can purify them. Four, light shows the way. We have an issue in our home that I want to share with you. We have someone who always hits his feet, this ML, his feet on stuff. Always you hear, boom, ay, 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 boom, ay, ay. The funny thing is, this guy wears sunglasses in the house. <laughs> I've asked him, should I take you to Grant to check your eyes? No, I'm fine. We may be watching a movie and he's wearing sunglasses. We ask him, why are you wearing sunglasses in the house? I look good in them. <laughs> so he's convinced he, someone you see him here at church with sunglasses. So I won't mention the name. You, you will see it for yourself. <laughs> Light shows the way. If you want to see, remove your sunnies, you will see. But complaining all the time that you are hitting your... So he blames the positions of chairs. He blames the position of the bed. Okay, let me go back to my message. John chapter 1, verse 1 to, uh, to 5, it was even in the video. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was with God in the beginning. Through him, all things were made. Without him, nothing was made that has been made. In him was life, and that life was the light of all humankind. Mankind. The light shines in darkness, and the darkness has not overcome it. Jesus is the light. He comes to illuminate our way back to God. Came to show us the way. Psalm 119, 104, it says, Your word is a lamp for my feet, a light on my path. This is a correlation. At the beginning, it was the word. And the word was with God. And the word was God. And we know the word is Jesus Christ. Then it says, your word is the light to my feet. What does it mean? Jesus is the light to my feet. Are you with me? Good. But we also know that the word of God is the Bible. The word of God is Bible. What does it mean? The Bible is not just a book. The Bible is not just a book you keep on your shelves. The word in the Bible is alive, is a person. The Bible is alive. It's not just a book. It's a living book. It's a living book. Reading the Bible gives you a word of God from the word of God. When you read the Bible, you receive a word from the word. 
What is the word? The word is the written, is a, is a permanent word of God. A word of God is what you need in the moment. What you need in the moment. When we were in Africa, when my wife was in Africa, I was here. She started to lose hope. And in fact, she lost hope. She lost all joy. My wife was going for two weeks without changing. She would wear the same jeans, the same t-shirt for two weeks without knowing. Until her sister would be, Christelle, you're not changing. You were wearing the same clothes yesterday. And today, and today, she was not thinking anymore properly. It was so tough on her. Four years, she was alone with the kids, and I was alone here. If you don't know the story, see me with some coins after service. I will give you the details. <laughs> One day, she was reading the Bible. She did not stop praying or stop pr uh, reading the Bible. One day, she was reading the Bible, and this word came to her. He will yet fill your mouth with laughter and your lips with shouts of joy. Job chapter 8 verse 21. When you receive a word from God, it illuminates your brain, your heart. It's, you feel like something has happened to you. Her joy came back. She, she became alive again. Why? She received a word from God. A few weeks later, we got our visa. She came with a kid. When you feel confused with life, go in the word of God. Read the Bible. When you don't know who to marry, go in the Bible. When you don't know what job to go for, go in the Bible. When you don't know if you should move town or not, go in the Bible. The Bible has answers for every situation of life, and I mean it. I'm not just here talking about stories. It's my own life experience. Every big decision I want to make, I go in the Bible. I read the Bible. I receive a word from God before I move forward. Go in the Bible. It's not just a book. It reads you when you read it. It reads your life. It checks your details. The Bible. It separates your emotions with, re with reality. The Bible says it's like a sharp knife, double sword. It divides the soul and the heart. What does it mean? It means it sets apart your emotions, all your deceptions with the reality. It gets inside to separate them and show you what is real and what is fake. The Bible. The word of God. When you read the Bible in prayer, the Spirit of God reads your life. When you read the Bible in prayer, you allow the person who knows everything about you to talk to you. Jesus. The Bible. Five, the light dispels darkness. One misconception that most Christians have is that light fights darkness. So we believe that when there is darkness and light comes, they start fighting. And then light wins or darkness wins. Light does not fight darkness. When you turn on the light, darkness dispels. They don't fight. Do you get it? Darkness does not resist light. There is no fight between light and darkness. Whenever you turn on light, darkness dispels. It runs. It vanishes. Does not resist. It just all depends on how much light you allow in a space. 
you allow. The amount of light you illuminate will determine the amount of space you illuminate. It's simple. Jesus did not come to fight Satan. Listen to me. Jesus did not come to fight Satan. He came to destroy the work of Satan. Not to fight with him. He came to win. He came to overcome. The reason the Son of God appeared was to destroy the devil's work. 1 John 3, 8. He did not come to wrestle with the enemy. He came to win. Light does not negotiate with darkness. It destroys it. If you are struggling with addiction or any work of darkness in your life, the answer is not to fight it. You need to illuminate that habit with the word of God. How much truth do you speak to the situation in your life? How much truth do you speak to fear in your life? How much word of God do you speak to your low self-esteem, to your loneliness, to your shame? How much truth do you speak? How much light do you bring to your situation? The remedy to the lies from the enemy in your life is more word of God. Just get, get in more word of God. Get in more word of God. Get in more word of God. More truth, more light will take darkness away. And the darker your life is, the more word of God you need. The funny thing is people who really need the word of God, which we all do, don't read it. When you have issues, you don't go to church. You don't listen. To the word of God. That's when you need it. You think nothing is happening? It's happening. I've never seen someone who went to a counselor or psychologist and the first, the very first meeting, session, they got their healed. The thing is, we want to go to God and the very first session, we are fixed. And if second, three times you don't get your solution, ah, yes, it's not working. Something that you accumulated for 30 years. You want God to fix it in two hours. And if he doesn't, then he's not a good God. But you put yourself in trouble for 20 years. God wants to prepare you for the freedom so that you can maintain it. If he fixes you now, you will go back to the same thing because you, you will think it was a coincidence. He prepares you so that you maintain your miracle. Give him at least, if you put yourself in trouble for 20 years, give him at least 10 to fix you. Ah, that's fair, isn't it? That's fair. You've been coming to church for two years, and you think it took long for you to change. You've lived for 50 years making mistakes, and you accumulated all the things upon yourself. And then God is too late. No, he's not too late. He's fixing you slowly in his own speed. Light heals. Six. Another wonderful benefit of light is that it heals. There is healing in sun, sunlight. We know that. Sunlight therapy has been found to be highly effective in the treatment of many sicknesses. Tuberculosis, streptococcal infections, pneumonia, mumps, fungal infections. I'm not a doctor, so bear with me. It's just great. And more. You know, the, the infrared, just the tiny flashes of infrared light can play a big role in healing wounds. Did you know that? In building muscles, turning back the worst infection of diabetes 
and repairing blind eyes. Light. Whereas natural light may heal physical wounds and affliction, the light of Jesus brings healing to emotion, emotional wounds and afflictions of the heart and mind. Listen to me. Isaiah 61.1 The spirit of the sovereign Lord is on me because the Lord has anointed me to proclaim good news to the poor. He has sent me to, uh, to bind up the brokenhearted, to proclaim freedom for the captives and release from darkness for the prisoners. Jesus came to release people from darkness. Jesus came to heal us, to receive the healing of Jesus that he's offering you you need to expose your wound to his light. The problem with people, we hide our wounds and expect God to heal us. Expose your wound to the word of God. Expose your issue to the word of God. Don't hide it. It's painful, of course. That's why you should expose it. So that the light of God can heal it. Expose it to God. You know what it means to you. Stop hiding your wound. It will go bad. It will smell. Expose it to the light of the word of God. And finally, light secures. Are you afraid of darkness? Are you afraid of the dark or something like that? Many people are. Children are especially fearful of the darkness. When I was a child, I was afraid of darkness myself. Light dispels fear. It provides us with security. That's why we light the street. That's why we light our homes. When you have Jesus, the true light in your life, you do not need to fear anything. He offers the best protection. He provides true security. Nothing can unknowingly penetrate the wall of defense which he builds around us. You are safe because of Christ. He says in Hebrew chapter 13 verse 5 to 6. Never will I leave you. Never will I forsake you. So we say with confidence. The Lord is my helper. I will not be afraid. What can me mortal do to me? We can say this because we know. Jesus stands with us. I want you to say this part with me. The Lord is my helper. I will not be afraid. Can you say that? One, two, three. The Lord is my helper. I will not be afraid. Whenever you are going through hardship, whenever you feel insecure, whenever you feel afraid, whenever you feel lonely, the Lord is your helper. Do not be afraid. 2021 is coming. You don't know what will happen. There is a lot of unknown. The Lord is your helper. Do not be afraid. You don't know what will happen with your finances, your health, the report, and this and that. The Lord is your helper. Do not be afraid. Maybe you are uncertain with life. Maybe you are uncertain with your, with, you think nobody cares. The Lord is your helper. Jesus cares. He's present even when you feel alone. His light penetrates walls. His light can reach you wherever you are. He will never leave you nor forsake you. He will you will never be alone. When we celebrate Christmas with all our lights on, 
We celebrate the one who brings and maintains sight, who maintains life, purifies us, shows us the way, dispels darkness, heals us, and keeps us secure. Christmas is the time when light entered the world. Just imagine the world without Jesus. The true light of God that surpasses all natural or artificial light is Jesus Christ.